Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. We're looking at the Sermon on the Mount. Yesterday we were talking about worry and you reminded us that the Holy Spirit doesn't worry. Christ in us doesn't worry, that there's always sufficient power and revelation from God for today. And today we're talking about judgment. And you were saying yesterday towards the end of the programme, Colin, that there's a very strong link between worry and judgment. Yes, in our Bibles, you know, the worry is at the end of chapter six and the judgment is at the beginning of chapter seven. But what we have to remember is that originally there weren't any chapter numbers and uh, the, the narrative was just continuous. And this, of course, is presented to us as a continuous sermon from Jesus. And he's going on from one point to the next point. But, you know, there's always a link. There's always a relationship with the point that has gone before. But uh, we dealt with worry yesterday. Today, let's deal with judgment and see what Jesus says about this. Do not judge or you too will be judged. For in the same way that you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye when all the time there is a plank in your own eye? You hypocrite, first take the plank out of your own eye and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. When you're in leadership, it's very difficult sometimes to get people to see. Faith is seeing. But if people have got a plank in their eye, they can't see. And what Jesus is saying is that those who judge others have got a plank in their own eye. They do not really see spiritually. They do not see clearly. And uh, if you don't see, then it's very easy to be deceived. And all judgment is really self-righteousness. Jesus says all judgment belongs to him because the Father has entrusted all judgment to him. But you see, Jesus judges justly and righteously at all times. But if all judgment belongs to him, then he hasn't left any for us. And of course, what he has done on the cross is to deliver us from all the judgment that we deserve. Instead of dealing with us in judgment for our sins and our failure and disobedience, he is merciful towards us. And of course, Jesus teaches parables like that of the unmerciful servant to show how important it is for us always to be merciful. And we saw when we were looking last week at the Lord's Prayer, how he says that if we want God to forgive us, then we must be prepared to forgive others as we forgive them so God will forgive us. But if we don't recognize the plank, what do we do? Well, this is, this is the... Um, we should be alert. As Christians, we should be alert to the fact that if we are judging others, something is wrong with our own hearts. 
Remember, Jesus said there's nothing outside of a man that defiles a man, but only that which comes from within, from his own heart. So if a person is judging others, it's because he has a judgmental heart. He's got a judgmental attitude in his heart. And that blinds him to the truth. He cannot really see. He's, he's focusing on the faults of others, and he doesn't see that his real fault is his own heart. His own heart is wrong. His heart is full of judgment instead of mercy. And he's condemning instead of encouraging and forgiving. So he is in actually a very serious place as far as God is concerned because Jesus says that if we do not forgive others, and you can't judge them and forgive them. So if you don't, if you don't forgive others, then God will not forgive you. And if God doesn't forgive you, then you're not in a right relationship with God. So in other words, be very aware when you find yourself judging and also when you hear other people judging. That's right. <clears throat> the difficult, you see, the difficulty is when you're in leadership, how do you get somebody who does not see things spiritually to see? And, and the point is you can't. They've got to get personal revelation themselves. And the trouble is, you see, that people that judge are so full of self-righteousness that they blot out whatever revelation that the Holy Spirit would give them. And of course, if they're not in right relationship with God, they can't hear the voice of the Spirit. Even though the Spirit is speaking to them, they just can't hear. And so even if you speak to them the truth, they don't hear because the self-righteousness is like a, um, a sort of a veil that or more than a veil, it's like a, um, a hard um, shell around their hearts. And, and the truth doesn't get in because their hearts are just full of this negativity. And that starts with judgment, does it? That starts by just well, no, one it little... Well, no, it starts with the wrong nature of the heart. Yes, with one little wrong thought or against somebody. Well, it can be. I mean, it all depends on the circumstances. Uh, but you see, if... If um, the attitude is wrong, you don't forgive. What do you do? You end up by judging and taking offense. And then the whole situation gets worse and worse and worse and worse. And it's very difficult then to, it's like digging a deep hole for yourself. Mm -hmm. And it's much more difficult to get out of the hole than if you'd only reacted in the right way, right at the very beginning. Then Jesus um, uh, says, do not give dogs what is sacred, what is holy, and do not throw your pearls to pigs. If you do, they may trample them under their feet and then turn and tear you to pieces. Now, what has that got to do, you see, with what goes before? Just like we saw there's a relationship between judgment and worrying, what is this, what, what is the relationship between this and your brother having a plank in his eye? Well, you can speak and speak and speak and speak the truth to people that are in deception and they still will not hear you. And uh, what it's very frustrating, especially when you're in leadership, but sometimes you have to wait for God to do a whole breaking process in a person's life before they're willing to listen and before they're able to hear. And... Uh, you know, it doesn't matter sometimes what you say because of the self-righteousness. They're right, you're wrong, and everybody else is wrong. And, um, you know, it's almost as if what Jesus is saying is, well, you just have to wait 
You just have to wait for the right time. But obviously this dogs and pigs uh, is also talking about those who are outside the kingdom. Um, when you reveal the truth or when you're seeking to preach the gospel or to witness to people, then you need to be sensitive as to what it is right to say to them. And there is no point if the person is, you know, just absolutely rejecting and, and outright and ridiculing and whatnot. Again, you have to wait for the right time. I don't say you, you don't witness to them, but God has a time in which to break through to people. You know, I've know, met many, many Christians who were God-haters before they became believers and for years and years resisted the gospel and, and uh, refused to listen to those who shared their faith with them. But God had a time to break through all that. Um, but what we have to understand is that when we're dealing with the Word of God, we're dealing with something that is holy. And therefore, we need to be sensitive as to what to share with people at uh, the appropriate time. So really what this is suggesting is that we cannot persuade anybody. Everything has to come from a personal revelation, direct from the Holy Spirit. Well, what is necessary is the Holy Spirit has to bring people to what we call conviction of sin. You see, even the brother with a plank in his eye, he's got to realize that there is a plank in his eye. Now, normally, most Christians um, will come readily to that, you know. It's only when somebody gets full of self-righteousness and really in rebellion against God that it's very difficult for them to appreciate that because self-righteousness means I'm right and you're wrong and everybody else is wrong. So that's what makes it very difficult for, for them to receive the truth. And actually they can turn on you and, as Jesus said, uh, turn and tear you to pieces. Um, spiritually speaking, even Christians can do that to you. Uh, and so the Holy Spirit has to bring people to this conviction of sin. Now, what happens when he does that? The person realizes that he is under judgment, whether he's a non-believer. Now, he might not use these words, but that is, in fact, what happens. And the believer that has taken offense, refused to forgive, or whatever it may be, has judged others, he has to come to an understanding, I am judged myself by the same way in which I have judged others. I need to get right with God, therefore, and then I need to get right with the others as well. And it, it does require the Holy Spirit to really make that clear to people. And so if you're dealing with people that are stubbornly resisting the word of God, you need to pray that the Holy Spirit will bring the revelation to their hearts that they need. You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 